Ultra. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers one sad look at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And I'm Norman Mitchell. And today we'll be talking about Minute 98, which starts with uh, the Wargmaster, I guess we're calling him, that orc. Wogman. <laughs> Wogman. That guy, smiling. And ends with Sam being very sad. Or at least very confused. And upset. Yeah. As he is wont to do in this movie. His relationship with Frodo is being strained by an interloper. Yes. Well, I mean, it's. I feel like it's been so long since we've seen Sam and Frodo. And it has been a while. It's been almost exactly 30 minutes. Well, there you go. Which is a while. Like, I had to look back through several pages of notes, and I was just like, when the heck? When the heck was the last time did we... When when was the last time we saw these two? And it's been a while. We've been in Rohan. Yeah, I mean, and it's an hour between when we first see the little kids and then when we see them again. Right, but they're not the main character of the movie. Right, exactly. We haven't seen the main character of this trilogy in 30 minutes. That's a really long time. It's, it's, it's a while to be away. I mean, in the scope of this movie... It's a very long movie, so I guess that makes sense. But, and one could argue, I mean, we've made the argument before that Aragorn is also the main character of this story. Yeah. So, we've been with him. Right, like, in generally in this movie, when we're not with Frodo, we're with Aragorn. And other characters have a lot less screen time at a time. It's like small scenes. And then all of the long scenes are all Frodo and Aragorn. Mm. And most of the long, like most of the longer scenes in this movie are really Aragorn scenes. But we haven't even really been with Aragorn to the extent like that we're with Frodo and Sam. Like we're with Aragorn tangentially because Aragorn is now with Theoden. Like we've been with Theoden for the past 25 minutes. Right. Yeah, that's true. Where we had a couple minutes of Merry and Pippin, and then we had... Just sprinkled in. Eowyn, who's also connected to Thaden, so... Yeah, we're, we're getting the story of Rohan during right. this time. Which is important. Yeah, it's real important. But 30 freaking minutes? 30 minutes without our hobbity bros. It's been so long, I was like, oh, how nice about... it is to see these three again. Right. It's been like 20-ish minutes, 25 minutes since we see Mary and Pippin. Mm -hmm. And like the last time we saw Sam and Frodo, they were also arguing. Yeah, this movie is about their relationship breaking or starting to break. Which sucks. So Sam calls Gollum. Well, okay, first of all, my first note has to do with the with Wogman <laughs> at the start of this minute. <laughs> so you'll notice his teeth are very exaggerated. Yes. He has a really nice opportunity to show them off. Yeah, so his teeth are very exaggerated. They protrude quite far from out underneath his lips. Mm -hmm. And I guess Peter Jackson didn't really... get that looked at. Peter Jackson didn't really like that very much. So when we see him again later in this movie, 
he's wearing a different set of dentures that are much smaller. Do we see him again? You do. He's with the Wogs. Oh, so he is the war- Warg Master. Yeah, he's the Wog Man. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's what I'll call him forever now. I still... Does he have a name? I have no idea. I didn't even look it up. Enter Wogman. Enter Wogman. Indeed. And then he leaves. The, and then we're with Frodo and Yeah, Sam. it's a little jarring. Starting, he like hisses. Starting the minute off with this guy hiss smiling and then it immediately cuts away. I expect I was expecting to spend a little more time with this guy. Right. And then uh, we just smash cut to Gollum in the water. Trying to get a fish. Trying to get a fish. Trying and failing. Yeah. It's a, it's a shallow river full of rocks, so uh, Andy Circus just jumped into a river in the wintertime. As you do. Yeah, as he does. Just scrambling over rocks. Wearing and, a uh, mocap suit. Yep, yeah, in the in the winter in New Zealand. Oh. Jumped in a river. Must have been quite cold. Yeah. Just flopping around on these rocks. They got really tall mountains. It's yeah. probably like glacial runoff. Have you ever been in water that's like glacial runoff water no can't say as i have it is an experience i mean i it's got to be cold glaciers are just big blocks of ice i i used to go backpacking um quite frequently this was like a decade ago now i need to camp more maybe we'll go camping Mm. this movie is inspiring me to go camping like this whole next scene i guess with sam and frodo and Gollum, but I used to go backpacking, and we took a trip to the uh, the upper Sierra Nevada mountains in California, and mm. we, so like kind of the Yosemite area, like we skirted the borders of um, Yosemite National Park, and we actually saw the this lake that was featured in like a Star Trek movie. I forget which Star Trek movie, the Enterprise comes out of a lake. Mm. I think it's the sixth one? It's a next-gen movie, I think. Um, well, then it'd be at least the seventh. Oh, I don't know. I don't yeah. remember. There's six OG the, ones. The, the, it wouldn't be the sixth one, because the even ones are good, right? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I guess it was a bad movie. I mean, I don't necessarily <laughs> share that opinion. That's fair. Most of the internet, I think, is like the even movies are good. Um and so we're in this area and there are there were a series of tiny lakes and we called them mermaid lakes because they were you know the water that they you see in like the caribbean where it's like yeah it's just clear turquoise and like clear but instead of it warm and inviting uh we went for a swim in one and it it wasn't very deep and it wasn't very big because it was it was more like a pond more than anything. Hmm. So we're like, oh yeah, we've been walking all day in August. Uh, I'm sure this will be fine. Dear listener, it was not fine. Um, I'm not the strongest of swimmers, but I I can hold my own. And as soon as I get into this water, I could feel my lungs contracting. Hmm. It was that cold, and I got. It's like- Nope. I was like, I'll just swim across uh, once and then I'll get out and it'll be fine. And I was wearing like my hiking clothes because I was just like, because we've been backpacking for like a week. So I was like, okay, I will. I'll, I'll wash my clothes like in quotation marks. But I had to like 
slowly doggy paddle my way across this, this pond because it was so freaking cold and I needed help getting out of it because I was just like, I'm going to die of drowning if somebody doesn't help me because my lungs aren't working right now. I cannot breathe. It was really cold. That's the coldest water I've ever been in. And I have no inclination of doing it again. So what the hell, Andy Circus? <laughs> Granted, this isn't like full submersion. You're like right. in a river. Or like all those people to do like the polar bear. Oh dip. my god! Yeah, no. Yeah, let's like cut a cut a hole in the ice in, in the middle of January and jump in the Atlantic Ocean. That's suicidal to me. Like having been in like near freezing water, I cannot imagine doing that again. Mm. Maybe if I was more prepared for it, but, like, jumping in, just, like, oh, man, it hurt. I mean, people just, like, jump in and get pulled right back out. Yeah, it it hurt a lot. Just Yeah, I can't imagine. I got, I got no interest. Like, it was awful. No interest. <laughs> and then, like, the, the only other, like, technical note I've got is that uh, the ruins that we see in the background during this conversation between Frodo and Sam are, uh, some of it is stuff from Weathertop. And some of it is stuff from, um, uh, what was the name of the place? Amin. Amin. Not Amin. Amun. Not Mule. Not Muil. Not Amin Muil. Not Amin Muil. Amin. Uh, come on. It's on the tip of my tongue. It's the, where the, like the... I keep wanting to say Amin Ket because you play magic. <laughs> yeah. Like the, like that four-sided throne, like the winged throne thing where Frodo... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saw the, the, eye. the ruins. My brain just cannot remember what that is. Amun Hen. Amun Hen. Got it. Got there. Nice. Uh, because they would just take these foam ruins that they built and just, like, leave them on a truck. And when they drove around to different sites to film stuff outside, they would just pull some ruins off the truck, dress them up to, like, match them into the scenery. them. Yeah, dress them up to match them into the scenery and then just, like, film the shots so they didn't have to make tons of different ruins. That's funny. They just reused. Is that this? Are those the same ruins that they use in the upcoming Gollum Smeagol scene? Oh, probably. Oh, I, okay. I don't. I don't think they call him out in that scene in particular. Because he's like under an archway when he's having this conversation. Yeah. That conversation. They just talk about their their mobile unit of ruins. <laughs> That's so funny. Just a just a truck full of all these foam block ruins that you know one guy just picks one up out of the truck and throws it to another guy and they set it up. All these big fake rocks. Man, I kind Which of... It must be really funny to see, like, going down the highway. I wish that social media was more of a thing when they made Lord of the Rings, because can you imagine, like, all the silly behind-the-scenes Instagram posts of, like, people just raising a giant block of foam ruins or with, like, like two one people, hand? Or, like, two people holding up that giant head. Yeah, yeah. Dang it. Oh, well. Honestly, if they'd made these movies today, like, there's no way those ruins would have been foam. They would have been, like, digitally added. Right, they would have been CGI. <laughs> so, it's both a blessing and a curse. So, as far as insults go, Stinker is not, um, like, high on my list of insults. Yeah. Like, it's not particularly offensive. I'm sure he does stink. That's probably why he's in the water. Taking a bath. No, Gollum doesn't care. Catching a fish. He's just after that fish. Do you think his nose still works? I don't, I don't know. Probably. He's got it. It's, it's I got think it. it does. I think it does. He's got a hunt, right? 
Yeah. So. It's got to smell those rank goblins in the cave. <laughs> I'm sure that's not hard. All Does kinds he of smell with hair. his tongue? He just <laughs> pokes his tongue out. He's like, <laughs> The air tastes foul down here. <laughs> so, yeah, he, I mean, yeah, it sucks to just be called stinker all the time. But as far as insults go, it's not particularly insulty. Well, yeah, I mean, because Sam's not that creative of a guy. What's the meanest thing I can think of? And, you know, uh, in general, stinker. in general, he's pretty polite. He just really doesn't like gall. Yeah. So, you know, that's the best you can do. It gives him like a, gives him this weird, like, homey innocence, even though he's being a real bastard to call him. It's mm. kind of naive country bumpkin. That the meanest thing you can think of is stinker. Yeah. <laughs> the meanest thing I can think of can't be said on on air, so... That's right? the difference between me and Sam. Seven words you can't say on television. <laughs> I mean, I could say it, but it would just be like, sword clank, sword clank, sword clank. Right. <laughs> um, Frodo has a point. However, like, don't, why are you going to be like that, Sam? Yeah, you want to make sure he strangles us in our sleep? Right? Come on. Why are you doing this to our murderous guide? It's like, come on, why are you doing this to him? I gotta, I gotta believe he'll, he, he can come back. And then, like, it cuts to Gollum, and he just is looking back. Like, Smeagol is just smiling, and he's just like, oh, he's cute. Yeah, that dumb smile is so cute. Like, I think that's, the that's like, peak cute Gollum. I don't know. Yeah. It's maybe it's between that and um, his little song in the pool. Right. Smeagol is, like, Smeagol is just like, oh, Master's looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> smile. He's like a big dumb dog. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> The humans are looking at me. Wagtail, wagtail. Right. I, it's, it's incredible to me, though, that Frodo's need to have, like, go the fact that go Frodo needs Gollum to be capable of redemption because Frodo sees himself in Gollum flies right. completely over Sam's head. Sam is, like, pretty observant. Yeah. He's, like, pretty keyed into like, Frodo, like, what Frodo's going through. Right, but he doesn't really, like, see the connection from Frodo to Gollum. He thinks Gollum is just, like, so far gone but that like, there's no point. How? How do you not? I don't know. How do you not? How do you miss that? Or is that also the influence of the ring? Like, is Sam's aggressiveness also the influence of the ring? Where it's making him so angry to the point that he's missing a key part of the puzzle. Well, he doesn't know about Frodo and, and uh, Gollum and Smeagol's conversation where, like, Frodo gave his name back to him. Right. Like, he wasn't privy to all that. He... There's things about Gollum slash Smeagol that I think Sam just isn't aware of because, one, Frodo probably hasn't explained and he hasn't been present for these conversations. Mm -hmm. So, and he doesn't think to ask... Because he doesn't see Gollum and Smeagol as, like, separate. Nothing has made him think that they're different. Right, right, right. Whereas Frodo even, obviously does. Like, but even even Gollum, though, like, the, the evil personality that is Gollum removed from Smeagol. Right. But like, because Frodo can see, like, after he gives him back his name, like, because Frodo can see after he names him Smeagol again, 
a change in his personality, a change in the way that he acts. I think Frodo recognizes that this this is different than he was before that. But Gollum is the one who saved his life. Right. And I Right, and that that's a very important like little detail. So even if Sam has no idea what's going on with with Smeagol and Gollum, just the entity of Gollum himself. Gollum is a ring bearer. Right. Frodo is a ring bearer. So that connection alone, I guess, is what I'm trying to get at. Like, how does Sam completely miss the fact that Frodo needs Gollum or Smeagol to, to be redeemed or redeemable because he feels irredeemable and he's only been with the ring for like months right but maybe maybe sam just doesn't see like doesn't connect this idea with frodo and gollum because to him this is just what gollum is without the ring i guess that's all he can see it's just like this is what gollum is without the ring in his possession but even so like if he's like observant he's not trying to strangle them he's speaking like in a different tone he's being playful and like dumb and cute yeah but sam has himself convinced that that's all an act okay as an audience we know that it isn't really because smeagol and Gollum are distinct from each other and guess- like They've become, they, they slowly become more and more distinct as the movie goes on. I guess what I'm trying to, like, get to is, like, Gollum, Gollum's a ring bearer, Frodo's a ring bearer. There's obviously right. that I think connection. That, I think Sam, there's something about Sam is unwilling to, to bridge that gap because he doesn't want to see any of Gollum and Frodo. But that's all Frodo sees in himself. Right. And that's why he wants... Gollum to be redeemable. Yeah, but Sam doesn't understand that. He he can't see that there's anything alike between Frodo and Gollum because to do so would taint how he sees Frodo. So it's like a rose, like a willful ignorance. Or like, it's not even necessarily willful. It's just he refuses to believe that there's something... Yeah, that would be willful. Well, no. He, he, just, he just can't see something wrong in his friend. That's not necessarily willful. Rose-colored, like, there's a difference between, like, rose-colored glasses and, like, understanding something and ignoring right, it. Right, right, right. But like, is it I'm I guess my question is, is it a case of he does make this connection and refuses to believe it, which like refusing to believe something is an act of willful Or there's just like dissonance and he can't make the connection at all because yeah, he Because he, he just loves can't, Mr. Frodo with all his whole Right, heart. and he just can't see anything bad in Frodo. Okay. I'm inclined to believe it's the latter. Well you love like Sam is your number one boy. Right. <laughs> But, like, I, I think that Sam just would... Ref- like, Sam is, like, my number five boy. Sam, so. just, <laughs> Sam just, like, can't see that anything about Gollum, who is this detestable creature, could relate to Frodo. But this detestable creature saved Frodo's life. Right, and Sam still hasn't processed that. He doesn't know how to process this. He saved Frodo's life, He's, like, an hour ago. Right, and, well, yeah. In, in the movie. Yeah, but, like, days, days ago. ago. And, I don't know, Sam must... Sam would have to just be like, all he wants is the ring. He can't get the ring from the bottom of the marsh. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, like, he does say that, you know, all he wants is the ring. Yeah. In this minute. Yeah, Sam is just like, this is all an act. 
Okay. Everything he's doing to try to like endear himself to you, Frodo, is just to get the ring. He's leading us around to spend more time with it. To maybe wait for a moment where he can take it and okay. leave. That's all Sam sees in Gollum. But he's had that's so the, that's many the, opportunities. The end of it. Yeah. So many. Well, I'm assuming that they're not actually both sleeping at the same time, generally speaking, when Gollum is about at night. I don't think so. I don't think that's accurate. I mean, like Frodo. Frodo's like not sleeping anyway. Yeah. But that's a lot of trust to put in Frodo. I well, mean, Sam, of course, trusts Frodo. Right, yeah. And I Frodo guess. trusts Sam. But that's starting to change. Right. I don't think... What do you know about it? I don't think Frodo distrusts Sam. I think Frodo is frustrated with Sam. No, I think I think that this is the, the ring trying to make Frodo paranoid about Sam. Well, yeah, obviously. That's, that's but what I this think, is. I think there's a difference between, like, ring influence Frodo and, like, Frodo. I don't think Frodo distrusts no. Sam. Yeah, I Frodo is frustrated. He yeah. he is, this is like an increase in the paranoia. Like, what do you know about it? And I think the what do you know about it also comes from a really personal, like, I'm no better than this this creature that you keep calling names and, like, beating up. So, like. But is he, isn't he, though? He's much better than Gollum. But in Frodo's ring warped mind i don't think he right. sees that but that's not what sam sees sam sam has no idea what thoughts it's, are in frodo's head it's like a difference between how a person perceives themselves and how they are perceived by other people right and that's why sam doesn't see the relation because frodo hasn't expressed this directly like, to sam like when i am in like the depression brain i'm just like oh i'm disgusting and horrible and nobody likes me and like clearly you don't think that or like clearly like i'm being over i'm like overreacting because the chemicals in my brain suck but that like and then like translated that to frodo clearly sam like wants nothing but the best for frodo but the ring has him uh, wrapped around his finger uh, <laughs> wrapped around his finger so to speak <laughs> so Frodo is like so enthralled by what the ring is doing to him mm. that I don't think he Frodo is in like the depression zone 24-7 right but I think that also these aren't necessarily things that he has voiced to Sam right All because of this he doesn't fr- know how right so that's just something Sam doesn't know so how Sam can't possibly see the relation between them until Frodo explains it I don't that's what i'm getting at i think sam sam is a little more intuitive than that yeah but he just sees that frodo is tired and sad whereas when he looks at Gollum, all he sees is murderous evil and you can't compare the two things not but lies and deceit right all he sees in Gollum is murderous evil frodo looks sad and tired these two things are not equal in sam's mind okay that's what i'm getting at but it's like frodo is sad but, okay. Gollum is murderous. Gollum was under the influence of the ring so long that he became this way. Frodo's only been a few months. So, like, clearly the ring is doing something to him. Because yeah. because he knows. Like, he knows. Like, this is... I've seen the way you look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They've had this conversation before. And the next minute they will have this conversation again. Yeah. So, he knows that it has an effect on him. So, I don't understand how... The, the the streams don't cross in this metaphor. Because he doesn't understand how Frodo could become Gollum. <sighs> Alright. 
He just doesn't understand how photocopic... He's a, he's a hobbit with no experience with magic things. Yeah. That's fair, I guess. And, like, this is so, like... This is so far beyond. It's like, look at Frodo, look at Gollum. It's just like, what do you mean? You, you, you... You need him to be redeemable because both... that means you're redeemable. Like, you're nothing like him. He's murderous. But they're both ring bearers, Norman. Yeah, but that, that, that's not a thing that, like, Sam can comprehend. Why not? Frodo ha- or Frodo has the ring. Gollum had the ring. <laughs> they literally, like, he knows for a fact because why, why else would he say all he wants is the ring? He knows Gollum had it. He right. grew up with, with Bilbo telling all the stories about how he won the ring from Gollum. Right. But, like, Sam just doesn't see, like, the jump. Like, the intervening 500 years of corruption just doesn't exist. Doesn't is in, unfathomable to Sam's little hobbit brain. <laughs> Alright. That's what I'm getting at. Okay. Like, the 500 years in between going from sad to murderous is just not there. <laughs> On a scale of sad to murderous, how do you feel today? Yeah, and somewhere along the way, that scale tipped towards murderous for Gollum. Actually got there pretty quickly, really. I think it started at murderous. Right. This this saga went from zero to murderous real quick. Because Frodo is sad. <laughs> Frodo is, is, is like, uh, is burdened with this. And he's, he resists it. Whereas the first thing Gollum did was give in. I guess Sam... That's another way in which Frodo and Gollum are very different in their guess, relation to the ring. I guess Sam hasn't had a crazy Bilbo moment yet, so... Right, he hasn't <laughs> seen it happen. He wasn't there for that. That's true. That's, he, didn't, okay. he didn't see Galadriel that might, flipper, that, flipper shit. Like, <laughs> that might be the missing piece of the puzzle. <laughs> in the book, he sees Galadriel go nuts. Right, because he's right there, and he's just like, oh, dang. Because he looks in the water, too, and then it's just like... You offer me the ring, and Sam's just like, I don't know about this. <laughs> well, damn. <laughs> and Frodo's like, yeah, take it. N- no. <laughs> you would have a queen! <laughs> Sam's just like, we should go, Mr. Frodo. Um, can we trust the self anymore? I don't know if we can trust the self anymore. We're leaving now. <laughs> Thanks for the bread. The Shire's on fire. Let's go, Mr. Frodo. <laughs> Thanks for the protein bars. <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the rope, I guess. <laughs> Uh, Let's go. Anyway, we're from the website DuelingGenre.com. As always, check out the other Dueling Genre Movies by Minute podcasts, uh, such as Spider-Man Minute and Harry Potter Minute and Toy Story and all the other ones. There's a plethora to choose from. We'll be back tomorrow with Minute 99 for more Sam and Frodo angst. Have a good Wednesday and don't be murderous. Yeah, don't uh, don't, don't be go sad. From, yeah, don't don't be go happy. from sad to murderous. <laughs> Pick a different axis. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye.